have you ever heard of the King of the Road match? King of the Road? No. So apparently, they did a match in the back of a trailer where you had to climb it while it was driving and ring an air horn. And I thought I was the only one fucking crazy enough to do that with my toys. Like, I was playing with my toys when I was a kid doing this, like, <laughs> hanging people out of a car, like a moving vehicle as I was playing with them. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, nobody would ever do this in real life. But fucking Dustin Rhodes is insane. The roads are are wild. So I don't know what's up with Cody. Uh, Anyway, welcome to Take Under. The creative geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know that, uh, that Cody got all of those genes. At least not yet. <laughs> so uh welcome to take under apologies to cody Rhodes right off the bat yeah how are you doing actor i'm good how's everybody how are you <laughs> i'm doing good doing much better than ftr's bodies doing much better than Jesus. damage controls prospects uh, it's all yeah. Damage controls prospects look like ftr <laughs> r.i.p to both of those things that knocks out our two first segments out of the way really quickly <laughs> with two minutes under two minutes we've gotten them out of the way so we'll jump into because we got a lot to catch up on um because last time we talked about we got two pay-per-views and then a whole week worth of wrestling but one thing that i want to talk about before we get into that is things that we've turned on and i don't know if you have one but i want to bring one to you that is i'm starting to turn on and i am more surprised by any than anybody Adam Page has me intrigued by this storyline, and it only took him wanting to beat the shit out of John Moxley for me to care <laughs> about it. And like, props, to, I give John Moxley all of his props. Like, especially right now that he's not the champion, and like that he's showing up on Rampage every single week. And like, I don't know that anybody really notices but that he's making that show for people to tune into. And like, mm-hmm. not being the champion, that's a really cool thing to do. It's just, it reminds me of like just what he did right after CM Punk left, where he like showed that he was the leader of this company. So, like, but I, I still am not a John Moxley fan, so Adam Page wanted to beat the shit out of him, and the way that storyline is going right now, I am super into it, and I am super surprised that I am. Um, first of all, where the hell, I must have missed, like, the beginning of this. Yeah, so when, well, when they fought, you saw when they fought, and he got knocked out, and everybody was all scared for him. He came back at some point, and then they started fighting again. But then he got his fucking head smashed into the um the ring post, and so like that he was all like wobbly and stuff. And yeah, like that's where they're, they're that's where they're going with this, where he's got like the concussion. That promo that he cut was one that like probably the first promo that I've actually cared that I actually paid attention to him throughout the entire thing. Um, ah, okay. Yeah, I'm. I I don't know why. I just really like this storyline. I I want to see where they're gonna go with it. And that's why I'm kind of annoyed that we're not done with BCC and JAS. Like, they promised we would be after Final Battle. They had to go to Rampage. They had one more match to go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping it it is done at this point, but we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I have anything. Maybe, like, I'm completely tired. Uh, I'm... God damn it, Jericho. You went a little too far. <laughs> I'm... You and your whole minion group, I'm just so sick of it seeing them. Like you just gotta go. Right. You didn't so even you have turned a break. Into negative in this one. Oh my god, this is fucking bullshit. You're over like it. this is, I'm just so over it on this shit. Like go away, Sammy Guerrero, go have fun with, with Ty and Paris or whatever. Those two fucking two point dumb shits. Go somewhere <laughs> else. Uh, Jake Hager is irrelevant. 
That's um, I just have um, what's his name? Who lost the pure champion? Just be on his own for a little bit because he's a, they're already doing the same turn shit where they did with Wardlow and and Perfect Ten and a piece yeah. of shit Sean Spears. Like, ugh, no, just get the fuck out of here for four months and then come back. Make another stable for yourself, Jericho, with a new name. I don't care. I was just thinking <laughs> today watching Rampage. Like, when this breaks up, Jericho's going to start another faction, right? I think yeah. Like, get three and different was, factions was, in like back the to first back four to back years of AEW. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I was like, God damn. I was like, well, why am I getting so annoyed? It's because he broke a really good faction and made this one. And there was, like, no gap in between. It went from really good to, eh, we'll see what happens. And now it's actually shit. You know what um, he should start pitching is I don't know when his contract runs out. He should start pitching bringing AEW people to like an AEW stable to WWE and taking <laughs> that belt off of Roman because I guarantee you Triple H would be interested in that. What are you talking about, man? Black Adam's gonna take it off of Roman. Uh, he's not gonna <laughs> do any sort of run. How would he take it? I would really much rather like John Cena win. The record, whatever. We don't have to fantasy book that. We'll get to that eventually. Yeah. All that stuff's already um, in Triple Coming H's. In the new year. Yeah, it's already in Triple H's Booker's book already. Apparently, we actually do have some stability this time, and Royal Rome, or WrestleMania is basically already planned out. So now they just need to like tell the storylines to get us there. So that's cool. We won't be changing matches the week before. Or the day before. <laughs> yeah. So. Catching up on everything that we got to catch up on. Uh, we we did that final battle. Neither of us watched it uh, directly, but we have seen like clips and different matches and stuff that we really wanted to. The only stuff we really need to talk about, I think, in this are our three matches. Athena, Swerve in Our Glory, and the Briscoes, obviously, and FTR. Where do you want to start? What the fuck are you... Uh, sorry, not towards you, but just in general, you, Khan. Is... Athena finally comes back. You don't have shit for her to do. You put her in this weird thing with Jade Cargill. That goes to shit. Then you have her on all the dark shit. And then you put her in Ring of Honor against Mercedes Martinez, which is great. Like, beat the shit out of her. I'm glad you won. Don't go heel. Like, <laughs> you are a fallen goddess. You, we are lucky to be in your presence. <laughs> just, just be that. Don't fucking go all crazy, because... You went. You fell a little too hard. Like, come on. Like, just let Athena be Athena. I don't. I don't like this heel shit. You can't have everybody as a goddamn heel. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I think you're right, but you can't have everybody as a goddamn heel. But I actually do like this because of the announcement that they're getting a show and the fact that. I mean, I guess we can also talk about this match since it was the main event. But the fact that Claudio won, so now we have a face champion there. So with them having a show, I think the women's division in Ring of Honor might actually be like really good to watch with all of them chasing that heel champion it's going to be just like aew with all these people trying to make a name for themselves off of that champion the way everybody was with jericho when it first started out and i am really excited to watch that like willow all these people are going to be chasing her willow's going to get that championship at some point and when she does it's going to be a great moment yeah i don't know i i'm sorry i'm just too much yeah. too I, much of a person that yeah. likes athena Especially for what she was before, and I didn't get enough. Like that's the that's the shit because I did not know or get experience of how amazing she was, and then she comes back and fucking puts on a show or pretty much like fucking clinic. Yeah. 
and then she's gone. See, and then all is... this bullshit. Ha- I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is why we need to go back and watch our uh, the glory days of NXT. Oh, that is true. Because you weren't Sorry. really there when, she, when her run was there. And you can actually experience it this time. Uh, but and you can see that there, and then we can see her being a face. And then, like the cool thing about her is, I think once she's done being a heel, people will be ready to cheer for her as a face because, like, they were already ready to cheer for her so hard when she first came out. So I, I mean, that's why I don't really begrudge this move. I just want to see where it goes, and I think it is more intriguing for the promotion for them to have that heel champion. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so swerving our glory. They're going to have a meetup, I think, this week, right? Is what they said? It, it might be on so, yeah. Rampage. Um, but, yeah. Swerve walked out on Keith Lee the same way Keith Lee walked out on Swerve the last time we saw them. Only this time. But Keith, Keith Lee, Lee ain't no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keith Lee still won the match. The way, you saw that when he caught Sh- Shane Taylor, right? Yeah. That, this man never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> The feats of strength and athleticism that he does. And, like, yeah, there's been times where we've seen him, like, winded or seen him, like, all right, maybe you're rushing how far, how hard you're coming back, but nah, he is always just a marvel. Yeah, like, he's all like, I got this. You're not even as big as freaking Dijakovic when I was <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Much shorter center of gravity for me to catch. <laughs> That was like catching a log where this would be like catching a medicine ball. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, no. I'm I'm so glad that happened. And and I'm glad. I was actually kind of disappointed in this match. I was like, why are they getting together? Then it turns into the betrayal, the, the reverse betrayal, which is fine. But Keithley can handle it, which is going to lead to, I hope, a really great match between the two of them. And then they can finally focus on their own like individual stuff. Yeah. Cuz you'll have your you'll have Keith Lee as the proper proper babyface and you have Swerve as the heel how he should be. Yeah. And like Swerve being like a wild card heel I think is very interesting for him too. As, like especially the way they're playing it. Again, we talked about it before like them being like a Batman Joker dynamic and just like <laughs> in, like intermittently running in, in between each other cuz they're both gonna yeah. be gunning for the same titles and stuff. It would be I think it'd be really cool. So probably the match of the week, possibly the match of the month. We still haven't seen it in its full entirety, and we definitely need to before we can talk to Like, We will, I'm sure, be as amazed as all the clips and everything that we've seen afterwards, but the Briscoes versus FTR was the third and probably final of their trilogy. Double dog collar match, and it looked brutal. Nobody like had what? any bad things to say about this match. It is amazing. Uh, so the way the first way the first time I saw these clips, and by the way, for all the girls that actually go to wrestling, like where the fuck are you at in Arizona? But that's for another topic. Um, I was on TikTok and I stumbled on this, and someone was there, like living it, and it's the match, and I was like, holy crap! Like they were close, and uh, I was like, I was like, that's. That's a lot of blood. Yeah. And then the video cut out. And I was like, no! <laughs> Someone's gonna die! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and like, uh, the callbacks, the way that they ran this rivalry has just been so good. The first two matches were so good. The one that, the first match that we saw, I think, at Final Battle last year when they took that big-ass fall and they did the same one on top of chairs this time, like, they just, 
every single time they got together, they upped the ante, and it wasn't. Why it was just like watching the Hardys versus um Edge and Christian. It was like on that level. They are. This is some of the greatest tag team work ever. Yeah, like fantastic match from the clips that I was able to see. It was yeah, it was insanely brutal, and also like FTR really doesn't do like. From my, in my opinion, I could be wrong from previous matches that I don't know about, but they're pretty much clean. They don't do the blood thing unless it's uh, th- at all. Like, where, like, Moxley's continuous in right. every goddamn match he has. They do it tastefully has. enough to where it matters oh, yeah. when they do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, he just seeing it, I was like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, oh, that's coming off of him? What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, those were my reactions. Like, oh, fuck, I should have bought this. Yeah. It was so early. That was the reason I didn't buy it because we were out and we didn't get to watch it live. But like a wrestling show at four o'clock in the afternoon is, or was it like I think the main event yeah, was, was at four it, o'clock in the afternoon. Like one o'clock is just way too early of a start time. I'm sorry. I know you're going up against WWE, but I don't know. I yeah, but also, yeah, and it was like in Texas, so I was like, I didn't think it was anything to do with like an Eastern time either. It wasn't yeah. that far off. Like yeah, yeah. you could have started at the same time and people people would have watched it. Like. But whatever, like, I was just really disappointed that FTR lost the belt because I wanted them mm-hmm. to have those three and then challenge for the acclaim, um, like two more times, and on the third time they can pick up the uh, the AEW tag team belt so that way they can carry four and look dope for a little bit like that. But whatever, whatever they got planned, Con, I don't know, I don't see your vision yet, but whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then, I mean, if you want to, we can talk about the Claudio versus Chris Jericho match. The only really thing that I, like, remember from this is the finish. And, again, I didn't watch it, so I still need to watch the actual match. But I think the main point, takeaway from this was the finish with that big swing tap out. It was a really... Like, 36 swings, 36 yeah. turns, that, or something nah, like that. that. That was one my my gripe. And, oh, man... <laughs> This is just me against crowds, I guess. <laughs> like, they're not waiting for him to complete the swing. What they're doing is they're counting seconds. So 36 seconds, yes, but it wasn't 36 swings. It was 36 seconds. Um, yeah, but him tapping out on that is, like, such a unique and creative spot that re- I don't know that anybody else really could come up with other than these two. Like, that's so, that so good. Even watching it, like, I f- the first time I watched the clip of it, I was like, what the fuck? That dumb i didn't see him tap out and then when i saw it the second time i actually saw his hand on the mat and i was like oh my yeah. god that is a because i saw people losing their minds over it, and i was like okay that is amazing i, I love that spot <laughs> i was like i think he had a little bit too much of the bubbly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was gonna throw it all up all over that <laughs> but then it's not bad I, i'm yeah. actually kind of pleasantly surprised of, of this pay-per-view yeah, we'll have to go back back and actually watch it the entirety instead of the clips, but Yeah, you caught um, that one for sure. Not too bad for this. Yep. Uh and the other pay per view that started afterwards after this one was completed in its entirety, NXT deadline. Oh um, my god, god damn it. Can you have fucking a preview match? Sorry, I gotta interrupt. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like the just have like an opening match or something. And then lead into to the pay per view or to the premium live event, whatever the fuck it's called. Because I don't want to hear people talk forever. I don't want to hear that shit. Like, like I'll hear you for fifteen minutes, and then you can play your promos and everything. 
I don't need to see it for like an hour before it starts. I get like, pre shows, I... but an hour long pre show for an NXT event, I think you're right. Like, is a little bit of overkill. No, an, an glad... hour, an hour just talking on any of these premium live events is annoying. Like, you can do a match, talk, and then a match, and then talk, and then yeah. start the pay per view. I'm okay like that. That's how AEW does it, and they fucking do a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you guys not doing it that way? It's super fucking annoying, especially when you have idiots talking that I give no two shits about their opinion. Booker T, I loved you when you were King Booker and you were the champion and stuff like that. Just shut the fuck up. I don't care about anything you're saying. And then even when you're an announcer on the side, like, I just, I just can't, man. I'm sorry. That's harsh. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, because we know what quality fucking sounds like. The, dude, I'm. I mean, don't get me started on Booker T. He makes Jr. <laughs> he makes Jr. look competent. I at know his, at his advanced age. Uh, apparently there were two dark matches, but they weren't actually showed. It was Ivy Nidal um, and Lash Legend, and then Chase University and uh, Javi Bernal and Zion Quinn. <sighs> Why are you feeding Javi and Zion? Fucking Shawn Michaels sucks at this. Javi and Zion are the. Two of the like one of the best looks he has in that whole performance center, and Javi is one of the like, like best characters. Whatever, I'm not gonna get into it. Uh, I'm gonna get into what I liked about this pro this uh, <laughs> this event, and the women's Iron Survivor Challenge is the best match that I've seen in NXT in a year and a half. The booking Damn. of it was perfect. And it's the one thing that I have, like, almost... I think there was a couple of complaints that I had that I talked about them on uh, Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling. But almost no complaints on that match. And, like, that was to the point where I was surprised that Shawn Michaels was involved in it at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Shawn. Um, <laughs> yeah, so one, this whole premium thing, or this, the... The deadline was great from end to end, surprisingly. I was happy about everything, except for the victor of one thing. But other than that, it was great. Um, this this is new. Whatever they're creating, they're innovating. That's awesome. I was, I think I caught was in like, ten, I started at the 10 minute mark. So I was 10 minutes late to this shit. But well, as soon as I got in, I was like hooked. I was like, what the hell's going on? And then I was like, oh, someone came in. And I thought everybody was in at that point after the next five minutes. And I was like, where the fuck is Indy? I think Indy got injured or some shit. And then, no. And she comes in as the last person. And then she starts fucking getting pins and getting involved. I was like, fuck yes. I was all into this shit. Even to the point of the fucking penalty box. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, that's a minute and a half. You're going to lose. I'm not trying to get a pin or catch one of these people. But, man, was this fantastic to open it up. It took I know me a they second have to, do... to adjust to the penalty box. When Cora came running out and she, like, banged on that thing, I was like, why the fuck did she do that? I was like, oh, yeah, because uh, Roxanne's actually in there. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, that was cool. It, it was just such a new new experience. It was fun. Yeah, and um, and the guys used, uh, used the box more later on in their match. But yeah. I kind of wish the guys started off because the women's was so much, in my opinion, better. Uh. Because there wasn't as many pinfalls, and it made it more dire, in my opinion, when you saw them yes. uh, trying to get pins. So I wish this was the one that clo was like closer to the closeout of the show, and the men started off. Um, but either way, it's fantastic. I'm, I hope this becomes permanent. The only two things that I would probably adjust is extend it by five minutes, 
and add an additional person and reduce the penalty to a minute. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. I I mean, yeah. I still think at this point, like, there's a couple things that we can that we can get. Like, we gotta have a sudden death and see what's gonna happen when when two people tie or two or three people tie. Like, That's there's true. gotta be like other stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I just can't wait for more of this match, and I hope the NXT continues to have intriguing rosters because the show, other than this week, this last week's main event, like, I just I still am not into a lot of the people on this roster. Um, most of the best ones were in this in this pay-per-view and i think you're right it was an actually a good one i i hated that alba fire lost even though if we don't see her again until she's on the main roster worth it and i'll be fine with that yeah um, what the shit is that like yeah, i don't i i knew uh, she was gonna lose because it's isla dawn's like new match. it was it's isla dawn's re- uh returning match but yeah whatever uh we don't have to focus on that because New Day and Pretty Deadly was amazing. Uh, like I'm not gonna say anywhere near on the level of what we were just talking about with FTR and um and Briscoes because that's like all time shit. But this was really fun and exactly what it needed to be with them too. And that Eddie Guerrero spot might be my funniest spot in all of wrestling this year. <laughs> yeah, I I was surprised by this because I just figured it's stars from being called down to help out. And they'll just take a loss. Nope. They yeah. ended up picking the win, and yeah. now they're NXT champions. Congratulations, which is kind of cool, because then maybe they'll just go back and forth between all three program or SmackDown and NXT. Um, that way they can help it out. But uh, yeah, it was super entertaining. I like Pretty Deadly. Yeah, I love I've loved Pretty Deadly since UK. Yeah, they're great. Ever since they showed up, I've me and Liz have both really liked them a lot. I was like, when I saw them for the first time, I was like, who the fuck? And then I was like, this is kind of funny though. <laughs> <laughs> and then in my head, I was like, you fucking rip ass bastards, because you ain't nothing <laughs> but a knockoff for the fashion police. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's right. You that, you were critical of them because I like, But yeah, see like they kind of found their own and they're different at this point. So. Yeah. Uh which by the way, I'm sure Hector you would like to get at least a, a plea to bring them back. I'm I was so hoping for that, but I know Fandango has a contract with another promotion, so Yeah. That's that's oh, the yeah. only thing that sucks. Huh. I didn't know that. Cuz uh I think Tyler Tyler's still free or available. Yeah. Dude. But ben, Bendigo's, I think, with Impact. I mean, oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Uh, I knew he signed recently. Cool. They, I know that they've let a few people go, so I was wondering if they are going to bring more people in. Him working with Jason Alexander is going to be fun as hell if they do that. Um, But, yeah, like, one thing that I think is a prospect is bringing in tyler breeze to be pretty deadly's manager against new day oh would be so great (laughs) uh like it's the perfect way to bring him back i think but well i don't want to get our hopes up and like not have something like that come actually come to fruition um we can move on to the men's iron survivor challenge if you have any like main thoughts you want to talk about on that one i'm surprised Shawn michaels boy didn't get any pinfalls in it and i was well i mean here's the way i want to phrase this like imagine having carmelo hayes and axiom i mean even jd mcdonough to a certain extent um other like a lot of other people again javi bernal zion quinn on your roster and giving this win to fucking grayson waller who couldn't even turn the atomic heat of destroying johnny gargano into anything like 
the dude still gets maybe a hundred interactions on his a- average on a, on a tweet. Like, I'm sorry, he's just not anything. And as much heat as you've given this guy, and as much cheap heat as he can pull off, like he pushes MJF out of the way and tries to dig for heat, which is how cheap he tries to find heat. And he just still sucks. Nobody cares about this other than maybe two or three people that I've seen online. And I don't know why we're pushing this fucking loser. Uh, oh, well, you pretty much said everything I wanted to get. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so the men's match was great. I didn't know who the fuck Axiom was. and my, Me and my brother thought he was cool. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, I don't like him, but I liked him in this. Thank God JD didn't do shit. Uh, Joe Gacy, I was like, oh, somebody just fuck him up. And then Waller. When Waller appeared, I was like, everybody break him. And and he fucking won. He fucking won. I didn't like any, like you said, I didn't like any of this shit with fucking Johnny or turn that stuff. I was like, I hated this motherfucker. And then he just runs around the ring at the end so they can't catch him to pin him. And I was like, oh, you're telling me there's nobody Nobody that can catch him. Everybody's weak and tired. They can't run and trip him up or whatever and just get another pin on this bastard. I was so pissed about that. Right. And I was, I literally was like, what the fuck? There's a reaction of an individual that was at the arena. I don't know. I have to look it up and send it to you. Where like literally his jaw dropped. It's like three feet. Like because of that shit. Um, but other than that, the match is great, except for this fucking ending. Like, really? This is who you're going to give it to? Um, I'm, that's that's what pisses me off. See, I'm pretty sure. You pretty much was... said everything else. I don't know what the fuck is planned right here, like, but Ilya, that pissed me off. Ilya has to be hurt. Cam- something has to be up with Cameron Grimes. You know you still have Roderick Strong on the roster, right? Tyler Bate is here. I mean, fucking Wes Lee is here. And you're giving these opportunities to Grayson Waller who, again, still can't even turn Atomic Heat into anything. Like, Mandy Rose had to carry this this, uh, company for a reason because you were trying to give Grayson Waller heat when he was going the first time, and nothing came of it. Also, isn't Ilya Dragunov still in this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, Ilya was is there. He has to be hurt, otherwise I can't oh, imagine sorry, why yeah. he would have been, why he wouldn't have been in here. Oh, God damn, I don't know. Like I, I can understand some of the people in this, but not the majority of him. It was still great, but like I just didn't like the outcome. Like I felt it should have gone to Carmelo Hayes, um, in my opinion, or Axiom just said as a wild card. But whatever. Yeah. This uh, it is Shawn Michaels, but uh, I'm I'm I don't feel as much pain as you do on that. One. <laughs> I just really don't like I. I'm really at odds with his booking, and as much as I shit on him, like whatever, he's obviously one of the greatest of all time. Blah blah blah. But I just don't. It's just not to my taste. Um, we can kind of screw the the timeline because I was thinking we could just go the rest of the week, but we can just get rid of. We can just get over talking about the worst promotion on TV right now. Um, and talk about their Tuesday show. I, I do really think that the way that they're building Wesley is like kind of objectively talking about it is a good way because you're stacking all these odds against him or building like the deck against Wesley is good because you're making him a really good baby face, but I don't like it because I like Wesley. So yeah, that's just another gripe that I have. 
Um, I don't know if you have any stuff about the main show, unless you're ready to just get about get into the main event and the ending of our na- long-standing national nightmare. Um, uh, hold on one second. Uh, Kana's back. I mean, Asuka. No, uh, no, that's wrong. We'll get to that. Oh. Uh, well then, proceed then. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. Roxanne finally did what she what they should have done with her a while ago. I'm glad that they did it. It did seem a little rushed, and we found out why that was the next day. Um, because she should have done it at New Year's Bash the way they were going to originally. But I think it's the right call. Roxanne was the right person to give all that f- rocket fuel for her for her ascent at this point. She's yep. so great in the ring, like and. She, NXT is the perfect place for her right now because it lets her round out her character. And she's still so, like, young and fresh that, like, she still does need to get a little bit of her character work in here. And I, this show being a character-centric show is perfect for that. And I can't... Roxanne has made NXT 2.0 appointment television for me despite Triple or Shawn Michaels' booking. So I cannot wait for this ring. Yeah, and based on, based on what I saw, I'm like, especially from Deadline, is I can see why she was Ring of Honor Women's Champ. Yeah, she's so like, naturally yeah, gifted. She's really, like, yeah. Or not naturally, I'm sure she works, but like her footwork is so fucking good. It, do, it reminds me of a young Rey Mysterio. I, I, I make that comparison all the time because I watched Rey Mysterio growing up, and like watching her is the same feeling I get watching when I used to watch him. Like, How do you do this shit so well at such a young age? <laughs> So I, I hope it goes well for her. I hope they give her a decent reign. I hope it's not just like back and forth on this one because I don't see very much uh, of the women's division going back and forth with. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, they got some people here for sure. Like Ava, Ava here, they're going to do something with her. That's the Rock's daughter. I know that you probably haven't seen much of her yet. Um, I saw her debut when okay. like she took, uh, and everybody's like, who is it? Who is it? And yeah. I was like, uh, that's the Rock's daughter, and they're like, <laughs> "Why didn't she just come out as the Rock's daughter?" I was like, Cause "She wants to make wants it to on her own." Else, uh... Yeah, like what the fuck? Like Kiana's, yeah, Kiana's here, Indy's here, Gigi's here, uh, JC's here, Lyra is here, Michael is still on the NXT roster, so they might bring her back. Like, there's people for her to wrestle and put on some really good matches. So Ray still needs to come back. She's still listed on here. I wonder if she's hurt. Uh, I uh, she's see... in Japan, I think, currently right now. Okay, I want to see more matches with her. I hope they bring her back. Um. Oh, uh, really quick before before it continues, yeah. congratulations to Kyrie Sane being the first IWGP Women's Champion. Yep. So <laughs> you were thinking she's gonna come? She's never coming back here. <laughs> I mean, I, I had hopes. <laughs> I heard somebody say that she like somebody just hoping amongst hopes that she would be a because wwe is reporting that there's somebody some people are reporting that there's going to be a forbidden forbidden door entrance at um one or more forbidden door entrance at royal rumble and oh yeah it's I probably just so going to be like mickey james which they already did last year but it would be really fucking cool if it was Kyrie saying and they like oh, yeah. gave them enough money to bring them here um but like i don't know i think a carl anderson for a Kyrie saying royal rumble appearance is pretty fair i saw uh, Sean Ross on Twitter had said, "Oh well, maybe W uh, New Japan can give them Jay White for Carl Anderson," which is like, "All right, come on, come a on. generational Slow talent for Carl Anderson? I don't think so." But Kyrie Sane seems like a pretty good trade-off. Yeah, I can see Kyrie Sane, um, because New Japan is 
is okay with working with them. Yeah. And I know Triple H is willing to work out agreements and stuff like that with them. Um, I can see Kyrie. I would really love to see Kyrie as a surprise, especially with having, say, EO and Asuka in there, and then all of a sudden she's the next one that pulled, like shows up. That would be fucking sick. Um, but I also can see some Bullet Club members that know AJ and Finn like show up and be like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. That'd be so cool. Um, and like the interactions that they would get, it would be yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, it would be so cool. And I don't, I just don't know that they would actually pull the trigger. Like, that feels like too far of a reach from the traditional WWE. Like, this is still WWE, even though Vince isn't here. It's still WWE. I think. Oh, I like but, how that fool can just say one thing, and then all of a sudden it affects the whole morale in the stock. Um, God I know, right? I mean. <laughs> By the way, like those rumors, stay the fuck away. <laughs> I don't. I know that we don't have to say it. Like, we're both in agreement of there. Wrestling has never been better than when Vince McMahon has left. So please stay away. Uh, moving on to the weekly shows. Raw, we saw Damage Control continue to eat eat it from uh, Triple H's booking. Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey. With I mean, whatever. I knew that was gonna happen because Alexa is the better person for Bianca. Bailey and Bianca has been too repetitive, and Bailey and uh, Becky is the money right now. I don't want what I don't want to happen is for tomorrow night them to turn that match into a loser leaves Raw match, and then Bailey has to go over to SmackDown, where for some reason Ronda still inexplicably has that title. Uh, yeah, I like the shows are good. But yeah, because the wrestling is like, good. It feels yeah, like, the wrestling so, is good. But like you're just ah, you you. I feel like you're just fucking up a little bit to keep the expectations down. <laughs> <laughs> to keep, like to actually temper expectations. Yeah. I don't know that it's that or that. Like, see the weird, the funny thing to me is we've talked about it on here. When when Triple H first took over, he said that booking three hour shows is really hard, and booking two hour shows is really like is what his forte is. And I feel like that's coming across more and more because Raw is just not, like just seems to drag in in places, and I. I don't like it, but like when the wrestlers actually get in, they're really good. That AJ Styles and uh, Chad Gable match was amazing. Yeah, the I feel like I was like I'm only good for two hours, guys. I'm gonna do the first hour and I'm gonna do the last hour. Y'all figure out the middle at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, I was happy to see. Um, uh, like I was mentioning earlier, is that I was happy to see Oscar without all the crazy makeup because she's trying to be Kana. Yep. Or, or getting but I was, there, yeah. Or getting there, but I was really pissed that she ended up still losing, which I was like, oh, this is fucking horseshit. Right, and that's but what I, I understand. Like, I was planning, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like getting there, like her getting there, I think is cool, but yeah, like her serious face without the makeup and everything, that reveal of her not having the makeup was, was a popping moment for me and Liz. Like, it's so funny because, like, the lack of, of anything there is actually where we were like, oh, shit, like, what's going to happen? And, like, but the way she was in that match, like, she was relentless in that match. Yep. So her getting back to that, I cannot wait to see to see more of that storyline. And I think it's a, actually, like, a good time for her to eat this pin from Rhea because Rhea could use it to start boosting her stock. And then at some point when they meet up again later, they can trade that. And then Asuka uh, or, or whatever MMA clown she is at that point, whatever her new name is going to be, if she is going to have a new name or a new alter persona, um can can take her out at that point um 
Gargano is having a good amount of space time on Raw, and we haven't talked about it on here. What's our, it, do we do check uh, in with uh, you, or uh, you just not feeling uh, uh, it? Look, look, we have to, we have to wait a little bit till Tommaso comes back, <laughs> so we can have one of the greatest tag team runs in history. Um. Which I hope is what we're fucking waiting for. Um, and I'm glad he's like hanging out with Dexter, which is cool because of the Gar- Gargano family, uh, the Gargano way. But fuck me, this is taking so long. Like, <laughs> I'm tired of the fucking Miz. I'm, I don't like this gambling bullshit. JBL, are you fucking broke? Is that what the fuck you're on TV now? Um, I I just can't handle this. Like. Let him fucking wrestle. Let him do his thing. Good on you, Johnny, for fucking being a good sport with this. I know you're doing it because Hunter's asking you to do it. But come the fuck on, man. Like, <laughs> this is this is not the return I was expecting. This is yeah. not waiting this long. Fuck, we got baby wrestling already fucking showing up on Instagram. He's like, come on, Dad, let's, let's do something. <laughs> um, I, I want to see him wrestle. I want... I just hope this ends this year and we start the whole new year. Tommaso comes back because he looks like he's in fighting shape. He's getting there based on his workouts and stuff and strengthening his hips because uh, that's like where his injury came from. Uh, and I just want to see DIY show the fuck up and, and scare the hell out of this tag team landscape because it seems like SmackDown is building up a really good tag team division again. Now that they have some there, now we and now Raw seems to be coming up with it a little bit. So, if that happens and DIY show up and wreck their wreck their world, I'm all for it. I don't mind this little bit of sacrifice. Just don't let it drag out longer than the than into next year. Yeah, like I mean, I feel you, but I do like what they're doing. I like Goofy Johnny, like or like the goofiness that he brings. And that's probably the only time that I've actually really, like. Obviously, I love his matches and stuff like that. But like when he's just a pure babyface and doing all that shit, like it just leaves me with that. Just because it's too corny for me. Um, but yeah, I. It's funny because I saw somebody like the the reason like Johnny isn't getting over is because this like this goofy shit isn't what he does. He's supposed to be putting on like four like an hour long matches and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, that's what he does. But he also does this goofy shit. Like all that shit that he did with the wrestlings at the end of NXT was really good. And that's why this stuff. I don't know that it's, if it's getting over or not, but I personally like it. I think it's really funny. And I, I don't hate the the Miz the way a lot of people like the Miz, even though I grew up watching him on the challenges, hating him. I like him a lot more now. I don't know why. Yeah, like, I, as a person and stuff, like, the Miz is great. As a fucking shit heel, yeah, yeah I hate him because he's a shit heel. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm just like, ah, I... I I don't want it. I don't want this to linger on until WrestleMania. Yeah. And I get it. Yes, it is entertaining. It is funny. Like I, especially when you have Dexter as part of it too, because yeah. he doesn't say anything. Um, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I just like I, I, I need, I need, I need my Johnny Wrestling. Also, whoever is in charge of fucking audio for his theme music, stop putting it on mono. <laughs> We're like, it's so low. I can barely hear it when it plays through the TV. Everybody else's fucking sounds loud. Do you have an issue with Johnny Gargano? Please put it in stereo yes, or eight nine point one. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, 
or 9.1 audio so I can fucking hear his entrance music. God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But I just want to real quick touch on it again. The interaction with Elias and uh, or touch on it before we move on. The interaction with Elias and Kevin Owens was amazing. Might have been one of my favorite things of the whole show, or the whole week, really, just because that whole storyline with Ezekiel and a lot, and Kevin Owens was one of my favorites. And it was like, have you forgotten what you did to me? You pretended to be a whole other person for like six months. <laughs> and he was like, that was my brother. <laughs> like, I, I just, I don't know why nobody else loved that storyline as much as I did. But the way that they interact, I, I absolutely adore, and I hope that. Those interactions don't stop now that, especially now that Riddle's gone. I hope Ko and and Elias are still like together on on this show going forward. But we'll see. Um, I've been a day one supporter of Elias since NXT, and I saw him. I loved that dude, and I I'm glad to see him back, still getting a lot of shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, before we move on, well, I guess that's really to that point on monday with wwe we'll come back to the the smackdown show which came back around we started this year with smackdown i think being the best promotion being the best show on tv and it was a long weird road where raw was and dynamite was and even rampage was for a little bit but i think we've come back to smackdown so we'll get to that in a little bit wednesday night winter is coming um I thought the show was really fucking good, but yeah, there was certain stuff that stood out to me and definitely the way that they kicked it off. I love all these matches and this one was no exception. Uh, match four in the best of seven between the death triangle and the elite was amazing. Yes. And we're going to have a secret entrant. Hopefully in the future, if it is approved by Tony Khan and that is if he can get a contract for the hammer. To see if he will appear in the next match. The hammer? <laughs> that hammer that uh, Death Triangle used? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just make it part of the match. Just <laughs> actually part of the match. Well, yeah. the, has there uh, been any, uh, has anybody flashed the hammer is all elite graphics yet? No, <laughs> no I haven't seen it yet. That's a, so, uh, see, we need to get. We need to learn how to use graphic software and make shit because we, I think we can make some funny shit. Um, but yeah, like the so, well, I'm trying to get how figure out how to get to word this. But I'm so fucking excited for December 28th and Rampage just added fuel to that fire. And this was this also did that because at the end of this match we did get announced that. At the end of this show, because it wasn't at the end of this match. At the end of this match, we just found out that the next one is going to be a no DQ like you're talking about now that the hammers and everything else will be part of it. But in Broomfield, Colorado, the the show that I will be going to in two weeks falls count anywhere. And I plan on getting there a little bit late so I can be at the merch table when somebody goes through it. (laughs) I'm sure they're going to kick off the show again the same way they did this one, which honestly... Triple H does a little better of booking into my schedule. Like, he he knows when to book around stuff. That, at least timing-wise, book stuff just seems to work out with my life. Tony Khan, I needed five more minutes to finish dinner before this match started. And so I missed the first five minutes of this match, but the rest of it definitely made up for it. I love this match. Yeah, I... God damn it. I can't get enough of this shit. And I, again, 
He's milking the fuck out of this. Yeah, we're going to seven. Yeah, we're gonna fucking. Yeah, we're gonna keep watching this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm glad you're gonna be able to see it live. That's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, that's gonna be Uh, so cool. uh, (laughs) You better have the uh, the podcast sign. Yeah, I. We'll see. I have to like go walk by because I definitely am not trying to get seats on the floor. Just like you were talking about, resellers are crazy. Yeah, I know that the resellers, like you said, resellers have been nuts over here too as well. I'm trying to see if I can go to the Phoenix show, but we'll see. I, all right, so I may be going to two AEW shows in three months, and I'm going to try and go out there and uh, we'll get tickets, the three of us, me, you, and Josh will be there. And we'll get drunk and get thrown out (laughs) of there. Uh, Anyway. So moving on from here, the the promos between MJF and Ricky Starks were amazing. Just as good as they were in the ring before. Like they both had time, they both got all their messages across and they shot on each other way the way they needed to. Like it was so fucking I no notes at all. They were they're so good and I I am so glad that we have both of these two at the top of AEW right now. Uh yeah, they're I was, God damn it, Ricky Starks. This I there's nothing this fool can do wrong right now for me. Like him, him with MJF, like you yeah. said, the promos are great, but just his attitude towards everything, and then it leads into the match. And that match was that match was fucking phenomenal. I was so pissed because he should, in my opinion, he should have won. Uh, also, I thought we were going to get two matches. I was wrong. I thought there was going to be one for the ring and then one for the belt. Right. It was just a winner take all. Yeah, that was what I... Well, I think they announced that later because when they kept saying that over and over again, I was like, ah, shit. They, that means Ricky Starks has to win the Revolution Battle Royal. And get oh, that that's shit. true. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll come to that one when it when it gets to there at the story at their story. But I don't know. I I am I'm annoyed by that too that he lost that that diamond ring. Yeah, at least let him have the fucking diamond ring so he can. Uh, MJF can be like, oh fuck, he is coming after me big time. Um, but whatever. MJF has everything. He has his Burberry belt and everything. Whatever. Like, uh, he needs to put also the 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 knight on it. God damn it, if you're going to have that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the way they, like, went off of the air with uh, Daniel Bryan coming out, too. I loved that. Like, him chasing them out. Because the two of them are going to have a hell of a a storyline going back and forth. You killed my mentor! (laughs) I always forget how good Daniel Bryan is at promos until, like, he's cutting them. And I can't wait for them to go back and forth between each other. Um... Yeah, what else on Dynamite did you want to talk about? Because really, other than like th- those promos and that, I don't have a lot of stuff that stuck I'm, out to me other than, I mean, the big upset, the, uh, quote-unquote um, upset. Oh, uh, you, know, you know what I like? You know what I fucking like? Fucking, uh, oh, god damn it. Hook! Hook coming out to fucking save okay, Jungle cool. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I forgot about that. That was cool. Um, also, what the fuck is with these names, Big Bill? Like, uh, uh, I yeah. So Jungle Boy won his match against Brian Cage. 
Which is fucking great. That, that was, was awesome match. to see. Yes. That was a, I, I enjoyed that so much. I enjoyed um, it a lot more I'm, than I thought I was going to because I didn't care about this. And like I've said before, like I I don't know what it is about Brian. Like Brian Cage's size and everything and like what he can do, I should be much more interested than I am in him. Brian Cage is – the relationship with me to Brian Cage is like Vince to Ricochet. <laughs> oh, so – my brother and I were watching this, and he's like, oh, it's fucking Brian Cage. And my brother, like, maybe at one point we might get him on just because he has crazy ideas for matches. But he's like, oh, Brian Cage, I want to see him versus Wardlow and and Keith Lee. And he's all, like, naming all these giant guys in AEW. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but there's all this one other guy who's new. I was like, I'm, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jungle Boy's like, I beat so-and-so, I beat so-and-so, and I want Big Bill. And I'm all like, who in the fuck is Big Bill? Like, who's got signed recently with that dumb name? <laughs> and then Big Bill comes out, and it's Cassidy. I was like, ah, that's his name here. Yeah. The whole time I kept thinking they were calling him Cassidy, which is my fault for not paying attention. And they literally whooped the shit out of fucking Jungle Boy. And my brother's all like, oh, that's the guy I was talking about. But also, like, who the hell's going to come out and help Jungle Boy? And there's, like, nobody coming out. I was like, oh, they're just going to leave him to die. <laughs> and then you hear fucking Hook's music come on. And we're but like, oh, shit. And he comes down. And they all run for their lives like he got a gun or something. <laughs> and he does. Just Hook, man. That's how dangerous he is. <laughs> and he gets in the ring and helps Jungle Boy up. And my brother's all like, Oh fuck yes, they need to be a tag team. And this is better than him and with Downhouse and like they need to be a tag team together. And I was like, you know what? That actually is fucking a great idea. Those two together would be fucking great. Yeah. And like they would have a cool weird dynamic for sure. I right? Think. Yeah. Like uh I feel like that would be how it was Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn back in NXT with the Bruiserweights. Yeah, I could see that. Um, or the Broserweight. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, it would remind me of, uh, at least, like, staying in AEW. Or, like, it would be, like, you guys trying to do the Varsity Blondes, but with, like, people who are good. <laughs> because, like, they're both pretty boys who, like, everybody's going to love. And, like, Hook, ev- nobody, ha- like, everybody loves Hook. There's nobody that wants to root against Hook. So, like, yeah. Full- I'm fully on, like, if they're going to do some sort of prolonged stuff with them, too, but. I don't like. I just don't see Hook staying in stuff long term. But I mean, at least what well, the short term. If if it is just gonna be a short term thing, I I will be happy to see it for sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, what else was good about this? Uh, I was happy to see the House of Black. But can somebody please tell me what the hell Julia Hart's there for? Um, please let us know in Twitter. A lot of people. Uh, love her there i like a lot it's, she's there for the goths a lot of like she's a goth queen right now a lot of people on twitter are like oh yes julia she's like everything that i wish i could have been when i was like a goth teenager i, I was like what the, uh, first of all i'm sorry if you're a a, a proper goth would be she's posing but whatever <laughs> uh yeah, she was part of the blondes every goth is just meeting one other goth away from becoming a goth or every, oh every popular person is just one goth away from becoming a goth. Uh, well, that's another conversation for another time. We'll break <laughs> out the diagram. Um, <laughs> but uh, if she's just going to, like, have a wrestle. Please have a wrestle. Is she a wrestler or she's just 
a valet. Like, I need to know this so I can either shut the fuck up about her and start bringing her up, or be, like, hopeful that she's gonna wrestle against because she is part of a faction that three-quarters of them seem to be wrestling. It'd be nice if all four would, but... Yeah, I mean, because uh, I've it. never seen her do anything. I honestly, dude, like what she's doing right now is better than anything that she that I've ever seen her do in in the ring. And like, I don't mean that to disparage her. There's just a lot of people in NXT that I or in AEW that I just don't like. Like, I don't need to name drop, but I've said them before <laughs> on here that I don't like. And like, she was she was one of the ones that I'm like, why is she wrestling? And this I feel like is a much more is a much more intriguing use of her. It lets her not get like beyond her skis and like stuff that she can handle because she can handle just sitting there looking like intimidating and then doing stuff like spitting the black mist, like doing stuff like that, like incorporate her somehow. Yeah, like I I I like so this she incorporation is a of her. She was before, yeah, when she was with like Varsity Blondes and hanging out with them. I know I've seen matches of hers, and you can go back and watch them on Dark, I'm sure, but she wasn't honestly like. Again, I'm saying like this is a much better use of her than her in-ring talents. She, we're not missing out on the next Roxanne Perez. I guarantee you that. I, I, I get that, but also like she belongs to an intimidating faction, and also if she wrestled or say the entire faction comes out and supports her in a wrestler, and even if it's a jobber and that's how she gets to win, like it makes them all imposing, and that's what I would like to see. And also, you kind of need to add some flair to the women's division with a massive faction. Because the only somewhat faction that's there is fucking a crappy dentist and her buddies. Like, um, yeah, I mean, it might. It's gonna take a see, little that, while. That's for her my whole yeah. Yeah, Chris is also in um in best friends, so maybe they're waiting for her to not be injured anymore, and then they can start getting Julia more involved in the ring when. House of Black takes on best friends again. See, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, you don't, you shouldn't have to wait for that. Like, you could, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Proceed. Speaking, speaking of jobbers, <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho doing what he does, putting young talent over. Um, Action and Dreddy, honestly, like, they telegraphed this so fucking hard. I already knew that he was going to win before that match even started. How, like, much they were talking about it. The chant of Jobber, like, that was that was a controversy on Twitter about the AEW audience, which was, like, dumb. It was a point that they were obviously trying to sell this guy was going to win. And, yeah, like, I thought the segment was okay for what it was. I just, Action Andretti just didn't capture me, I guess, in this match. And I, maybe I just need to watch more of him. Uh, what else? That was really it in this. In this uh, we can get to Rampage if you're done with Dynamite. Yeah, you know what? That is pretty sad because Ruby versus Ty, and I got nothing on that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was what it was. It was a serviceable. I mean, it was barely even a replacement level women's match. Uh, it was an AEW replacement level women's match. I'll just say that much. Like, uh, I don't know. What's up with Ruby? Like, she just came back. This is her first match back. She had been uh, injured, and then she got uh, she had to get like a nose surgery, so she was healing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she can definitely be used now, especially if they're going to continue. Like, it's cool that she got this win and she needs to get a couple more because after um, Jamie's done with Sheeta, she's going to start needing challenges. And Ruby is a good storyline for her to have a prolonged program with. Yeah, well, we'll see. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see if they give them any time. I guess you're right. Uh, moving on to Rampage again. We talked about with the John Moxley was there, um, making this show worth tuning into almost if, especially if you're like in the AEW audience like it again. started before yeah like it yeah. started before even they finished the opening credits of the damn thing that, they always do that that's the cool thing about Ramp- like since it's so tight on rampage like the the intros actually happen on youtube and then the mat the match starts right when the when the program starts almost every single week and that's why uh, it's cool like okay. moxie's the one that, that's had that kickoff match i don't i think it's been the last three weeks in a row that he's had that and i would be surprised if he doesn't have it again this week um, because he seems it, it seems to be that that's the role he's stepping into. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna make this worth tuning into. And Kinda I, I like thought, uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero thing with SmackDown back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like this this um show really like just to kind of cut the bullshit and get to what popped me in this in this episode. Like it literally had me jumping off my seat. Was after Wardlow defeated Exodus Prime, really just murdered Exodus Prime. Which side note. So, Wardlow is the babyface, right? Yes. He keeps fucking murdering. Like, I love Wardlow. Don't get me wrong. But he keeps fucking murdering people every single week. How is that babyface shit? Like, if anything, Samoa Joe is here, like, putting him down. Like, why are you hurting all these people? I mean, obviously, Samoa Joe doesn't have, like, to stand on because he hurts everybody. But, <laughs> like, if anything, Samoa Joe's trying to save all these jobbers because Wardlow just comes in and murders them every single week. Anyway, moving on. December 28th, because he wasn't going to do it in the shithole of Texas. Just kidding. It's my home state. In Colorado, Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Dude, those two guys and the trios match that I'm going to get to watch, I am so excited for wrestling in two weeks. Like, I cannot tell you. And this is AEW. Like, I'm... I've been a low man on AEW since it started, but I... Like, those... They're putting everything that I love. The only way this show could get better is if Thunder Rosa returns that week and like there's i don't think there's any way that that's gonna happen but oh man that show is shaping up to be so fucking good already uh, yeah uh i'll be jealous of how that is i'm gonna be looking for you uh, <laughs> i'll call you i'll facetime you the whole time i'm there i'll have exorbitant <laughs> data charges <laughs> uh yeah it's gonna be great matches for you then and oh fuck you gonna see some old joe Fucking go at it with them. That's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Oh, uh, Sheeta showing up again to fucking chase down Britt Baker. That was kind of nice to see. Yeah. yeah. Felt bad for Sky Blue because she got fed to the damn dentist, but yeah. whatever. It's gonna happen. She's still up. On, she's still on the come up, but she like, she looked good in it. I mean, like, way better than we had seen her when she had first started showing up on some of these shows, and like, she's just improving every single week. So that's cool. That's cool to see. Yeah, um, I can't wait till they give her like a mainline. Hope I hope they do it sometime next year because she is getting she is getting a lot better and she is just a natural baby face that they need to have. Yeah, yeah. Vance shooting on negative one was amazing. <laughs> 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 like, I'm one who loves heel shit, but that was great. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Hey, kid, it's time <laughs> to grow up. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, other than that, for as far as Rampage, we're running kind of long here, so we can just start to kind of wrap that up. Um, yeah, to close the note from last week, the reveal that had me laughing in the middle of recording was Trent Seven 
And I know you <laughs> told me that he wasn't signed, and I'm so glad because if he if he does become all elite, it will be the worst signing that they've had since this show started. <laughs> I really do not like Trent Seven, and I really have not liked anything that I saw in these last two matches from him. The um, spot with Cassidy and um, Danhausen. <laughs> Doing the Eddie Guerrero with oh, getting kicked in the nuts was great. Like I did love that. It was just a, almost as funny as the the New Day one from Saturday. But uh, yeah, like lose me with Trent Seven. As soon as he premiered last week, I was like done. Nope. <laughs> oh. He is not all elite. He is not signed. He is just uh show to show booking. So there you go. <laughs> Good. Keep him. I mean. The only thing that sucks there is it probably means he's just going to show up on NXT, which actually, you know what? NXT is the perfect place for him right now as a steaming dumpster fire other than the women's hey. division. <laughs> so let him just kind of fester in there. Other than Braun Breaker in the women's division, it is a steaming dump fire, and let him just kind of be be with the rest of that. That's right where he belongs. Cameron um, Grimes needs to, needs to come out and save that. It's like... I'm tired of seeing this shit going down like this. Yeah. I'm gonna save it. <laughs> I feel bad that he's still there, honestly, because he's he's better than that show. I love Cameron Grimes. I miss him. Um, who's on the who's? Because I don't watch that show. Anyway, yeah, I think that's it. Then we can get to the last show of the week, and it was the one that even the writer from SmackDown had teased getting into, and I think this was the best SmackDown I've seen in a long time, which is saying something because it was really good. Um, we can go really down this whole show. Damage Control versus Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox. Some people were saying it was the best women's or the best tag team women's tag team we've seen in a while, which like. Did you not see the Alexa and Asuka matches? Because those were much better than this one. But I did really like this match. I like this match, but I also, I was like, I don't want to with Liv, but whatever. Like, yeah, that, that was my whole thing. And then I'm all like, are they gonna, are they gonna put them over damage controls? Like, you've got to stop doing this to, to this group, and especially like to Bailey. I kept thinking about that the whole time. But no, we had a surprise person attack. Um, from the crowd, which I was happy with, but I thought it was going to be somebody we haven't seen in a very long time. Um, and yeah. I guess that might be kind of true, but uh, it was Zaylee helping out, so <laughs> yeah. thank you, Zaylee. That that might be kind of on me because I kind of got your hopes up because I got my own hopes up from like when they. So, I mean, just to say, like I th- I thought it was Diana Perazzo when they first started wheeling her away because I wasn't watching live; I was watching clips because I w- I'm on an hour delay here. And um, when they started wheeling her away, like the body type looked more like Deanna because she was more stocky. And then as yeah. it like there was another steal where some still where somebody had um caught a frame and like you can clearly tell it's Zaya's face. And I was like, really? Like if Zaya's just going to be a heel and she's just going to do her own thing, fine. But if your ace in the hole to save damage control is really fucking Zaya Lee, just end it already. Like. Have Dakota and Io and Zaya, I guess, go because Bailey is too good for that, and you're just weighing her down with a storyline that she doesn't need to be in at that point. Because, like, dude, you could have done so much more. I've pitched so much other things for damage control on Basic Skype, from Bobby Lashley being their male version of China to to them appealing to Stephanie McMahon and getting Stephanie McMahon back involved in this storyline, which I think would be really oh, great for them. Oh, that'd be great. Like, I don't. There's so many other things you could do with damage control, and for like it's for like really Zaya Lee, who you are like 
obviously didn't have anything for before now and she was the protector the last time we saw her like she's gonna be thrown in with these heels now it just makes ex completely no sense and i i like xia lee and i'm glad like i am happy that we're gonna start seeing her more i'm just worried into what as to what context it's gonna be in and if it is in the context of like her joining damage control again lose me with that because damage control could have had so much other things you could have called up indie you could have had again like the storyline with having them have candace actually part of them as opposed even though she's been fighting them the last couple of weeks like i don't know i just there's so much better things that could save that storyline and i just feel like they're not doing it yes i i wholeheartedly agree with that by the way the stephanie mcmahon that's fucking brilliant uh just because i want to see stephanie do something yeah I, um yeah but yeah i i'm glad they still retain their belts I'm glad they're still letting them have that um I am disappointed that they're not building up actual real tag teams so they can mm -hmm. have uh, a decent amount of female tag teams so they can challenge for the belt in a real way instead of just putting teams together. Like I like I know Tegan and Liv are friends in real life and they're 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 really good friends, but like uh, uh, I want Tegan to be with someone else or if if you're gonna bring up damage control, I would like to see her. Put back together with Team Kick. I don't know. I got all these hopes for Tegan just because I haven't seen her for so goddamn long. I uh, yeah, like I I want to talk about it uh more with her too because like she she's just better. I'm like I she don't live enough honestly from week to week between the two <laughs> shows that I do that I don't want to really keep doing it. But like it even just showed in that match like how much naturally better and like more charismatic she is there was just this one little spot where like she's barely even in the frame and she kind of just sticks her tongue out of dx's um damage control as they're on the apron and like just little yeah. things like that where like Liv is just standing there like and that like it's little things like that that set people aside and i feel like tegan has has another gear that she can reach and she's not going to reach that tied to live i'm sorry um yeah yeah but I'm I was I think it was really smart to have the digital exclusive reveal of Zia Lee because I do feel again like with that again that being it like really that's it that you're gonna do um if they tried to do that reveal in ring it would have been another Tegan Knox situation where nobody cared which like isn't to say that nobody's yeah. gonna care about the storyline but you need to give them a reason to care and yeah that like that return isn't one or somebody like re-signing like Deanna or Chelsea would have been something. But anyway, moving on. The reason we were told to, to tune in was by the guy specifically working Bray Wyatt's storyline. And we got the most that we've gotten in this storyline in months already. And LA Knight, Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy showed up. That whole shit was great. Where do you want to start with that? Uh, so we're going to be different on this one, huh? You didn't like it? <laughs> You still okay. don't like LA Knight, do you? Oh no, I like okay, LA Knight. Okay, okay, I've okay. I've liked LA Knight. Yeah. Um <laughs> the Okay. God damn it. So I've been putting up a front because my brother is sick of Bright Wyatt and hasn't ever seen him wrestle. Mm -hmm. And he's only seen like the like clips of the fiend or whatever really. But he's 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 all tired about this whole thing. He's like, when is he gonna do something? He just talks. He's having therapy. I was going because he's explaining everybody who knows him knows all this shit. Tired of having to defend it, but I'm actually kind of at the point where like, yeah, motherfucker, me too. But like, I'm not gonna admit it to you. <laughs> uh, and I know they're like saving all of this for next year. I get it. They're building it all up. 
uh, especially because they're going to create a stable. Uh, so when you showed the clip and it's Uncle Howdy messing with LA Knight tied up like he's in seven, I was like, all right, it got interesting. And then you see Bray in the ring, and I was like, all right, this is better. By the way, that is so much goddamn smoke in the arena that yeah. it couldn't vent out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I which which I was like, fuck, that sucks. But then I was like, oh maybe this is cool because we'll see people from the stable show up. And then no. you see Uncle Howdy come out. So I was like, alright, we know it's two different people. But then I was like, they I couldn't tell if the person was four foot three or the outfit they made for Uncle Howdy was so oversized, it just made the person look so goddamn small. Like, even now, looking at pictures, I was like, that looks like a very, very short person as Uncle Howdy. And, like, just a giant head. Um, And he just laughed. And he laughed. And he laughed. And I can laugh for a very long time. But that was a lot because it went to commercial. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to see more. Um, so I'm okay with this. I, I, I wanted, I wanted more. I wanted more at this point at least, because then, because we only got a couple more shows before the end of the year. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean they've been they've been really slow chiming with this and like you, patient. This is where I'm applying all of my patience for for the long term storytelling because I like the way he came back and like how intrigued and honestly like with the promo again we talked about it on here but the promos the way that he's cutting them I just love like the way he's delivering his stuff and the acting that the Bray's doing um, so it still de- definitely has me but I totally get your brother sentiment and like I I could definitely see a, a lot of this like damage control too like it's just you're taking it a little too many weeks and it was the same thing with the the white rabbit like we saw those for so many weeks that even a week or two before the pay-per-view I, I even told you like i'm done with this thing and i was one that was like fucking an hour or two on the internet every single day like the when they first started showing up trying to see what i could yeah. find out there sending you like all this dumb ar like ar shit that was just like oh what about this and what about this and like then a couple of weeks later because it went on just too long with not enough it didn't do anything. I feel like this was another big, was a big step and we, that we do see that they are different people now. And um, yeah, I guess we'll just see where it goes, but I definitely, do you have any, I mean, I know that the internet believes it's Bo Dallas and I also believe it's Bo Dallas. Do you have any? Uh, yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah. I kind of figured that it's Bo Dallas. Um, uh, but it, I don't know. Like, I think it might be somebody else just because of the height. And how they made the outfit look, because it it just looks so, it looks so out of place and so out of character, and, and how it made, and it didn't look intimidating. It looked too cartoonish for me. Mm-hmm. Uh like, like if the person walked out like one of the clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, that shit would be more frightening than what I saw. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I don't think it's frightening. I just think it's interesting to like for at least for me like it's an intri- it's intriguing still uh but the way that he was standing i saw a shot from like when he was like a shot of him standing just in general and i i really do think it, it's bo dallas and i don't uh i am interested to see them together because i don't think that w- from what i've read too i don't think that they ever really put them together and i'm interested to see i mean i know 
from what I understand, Bray Wyatt is like the creative in the family, and Bo Dallas is a lot more talented in ring than I've ever given him credit for. But I never saw any of the NXT stuff, so I can't say that whether or not that's true. But I'm I'm interested in seeing it, is what I'm saying. So I want to see. I I definitely want to see where this is going, and I guess we are gonna just be uh, opposed to this until opposed on this until we see more about it. But like, I just think the dichotomy between him and uh between that storyline and what LA Knight brings to the table is really good. And it gives LA Knight more, uh, like what we've seen, like what I was saying with Shayna, like it, it brings more range to what he can do. And that's what we're seeing with LA Knight, where instead of him just being the, yeah, like jackass, like we're seeing him be scared and like freaked out and stuff. And like actually being able to portray that is cool. Yeah. And I'm, and I totally am fine with that. I, I like LA Knight and that's great. And I do like the, yeah, but the, the one thing I hope is please, please do not make him one of your six. Because he already left being the Maxim Models thing yeah, yeah, no, to be I, back to LA Knight. He's got to be on his own for sure. Yeah, like I don't want him being part of the stable. Like we already know that you're 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 trying to get Alexa Bliss part of the stable, or that she's being uh she's gonna be hunted down. That's another thing that's an aspect. I don't think that she's gonna join. I think they're gonna they're gonna wreck her world once the stable is established with whoever they're gonna choose for their female person or individual for their stable yeah. and go after her for the betrayal that she did. That's see, what I think is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, that would be cool. That'd be a really cool story to tell. Like, <laughs> it's funny because like you being un- impatient with this part of the storyline, I'm being impatient with the Alexa part of the storyline because if you listen to the <laughs> uh, basics guide, like. She should have just fucking gone for the finisher when she had Bianca on Monday, and we didn't really touch uh, on that. But like, it's just taking so long, and it's like every single time it's like we have to flash this logo, and it's like, oh man, what are we doing here? Can we get to it already? At least for me, that. And again, but I put it all my patience towards the Bray Wyatt part of that storyline. So, uh, <laughs> moving on on SmackDown, we had one of the best wrestling matches we might see all year between Ricochet and Gunther, and holy shit. God yeah. damn, that was so good. Yeah, and like this, uh, this just proves to me that it's not like Gunther that I don't like because I did love this match. It's like his, like the straight strong style matches that he's had. Like I just am not into them the same way other people are, so it's just my taste. But goddamn, I loved this match, and like I knew that Ricochet was gonna lose going into it, but seeing him lose and like there was points where even a few of those false finishes at the end, and I, I'm not one who likes false finishes. I was. I was eating them up at the end of that match. I, uh, so I I actually thought Ricochet was gonna pull this off. Yeah, I, I it was so damn good that that's what I thought was gonna happen. Also, some of these hits were for real, man. Yeah. Like, that's the way they are. Dude, uh, uh, like, <laughs> I I I know, but like like the one where like. Like Gunther like just smacked him out of the air like a fly. I was like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Um, no, this this is a great match. I'm glad this this is what tuning into it weekly should be like. It's so enjoyable to see these matches. It makes bringing Gunther look even more intimidating because he was just frustrated. But also like Ricochet, holy shit, man, good on you. Now you have the whole crowd back with you again, and you oh, that was such a great match. I didn't like the ending of who came out, but yeah. whatever. I feel like it could have been somebody else. I feel they should 
focus on building him on some some other aspect. But um, yeah, Braun Strowman came out to like help Ricochet when they were all gonna jump him. But whatever. Like I still think there's somebody else out there that could have helped out. Um, yeah, I... but no, this this is great. I I I feel like this is what they should have closed out the show with. I, I honestly, because of how good this was. Yeah, I mean, I think the only reason, obviously, the only reason they didn't is because of the size of the announcement that they did. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Like this, this could have gone on before that announcement, as opposed to that that tag team match for sure. Um, like I I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of uh, Braun Strowman. I'm not a big fan of the person who plays Braun Strowman. Um, so yeah, I like they could honestly cut him, and I would not care at all. I'd actually probably be more interested in this product. Um. Moving on to the tag team match and the record for the lowest amount of height while trying to attempt the over the top dive, um, being <laughs> taken, grabbed full force by both hands with top by top dollar. I I need to actually hold on. I'm gonna send this to you because I want to see your live reaction. Um, or I want to okay. record your live reaction. I'm here. Before we get off of this, top dollar angle. So you can do this too. Search top dollar angle on Twitter. And it is one from just not eights. I'm going to send this directly to Hector so he can see the angle that I'm talking about and see exactly how far he did not get over the top rope. <laughs> like, I'm glad that we can laugh about it because he's not hurt. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but God damn it, it was so funny in that box. Let's see if I... Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my, god. my leg gave out on me that's what happened blah 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 like I, I feel better now but like dude he dropped him he dropped one of the guys from legato later because his leg gave out on him again so if i'm the usos i don't want to get in with the ring with him on that leg but that's either yeah. there. like i'm glad that he's not hurt but oh my god it looks so, that was so bad that angle is so funny too it's like he forgot liz, liz is saying how did he forget how to jump or he, did he forget to jump? He just got to the ropes and he just uh, hit it and just flipped over. He so did, he, it, what happens is you got to go back like maybe two more seconds and he jumped that at that point and then yeah, he yeah. decided to run. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's silly. Uh, oh, again, God. I'm glad he's okay. It could have been way worse than it was. Um, it's funny because you say... There's a Spongebob character laughing. Sorry. <laughs> you say that like, they're building up the um the SmackDown tag team roster. I, I, like, it took, it took a little bit for me to say... Well, this, I, this I, takes I a little bit away from me. Uh, I mean, I don't really like Hit Row in general. And I'm not a big fan of the Viking Warrior Raiders, but they can bring some good... um Some good tag team matches, I think. So, whatever. You, you might be more right than I am in there. Uh, definitely Legato, though, showed in this match how fucking cool they can be. That double Tornillo was badass, yeah. and I can't wait to see them actually get in the program with the Usos. So, uh, I like the Viking Raiders experience tsunami dive. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, whatever. I feel like they should just be go back to being called the War Raiders. Yeah. Because uh, I thought they were great back then, especially in NXT. Um, to me, the person that's kind of the standout out of the Viking Raiders is Valhalla, which is, uh, what's her name? Lo I forgot her name. God damn it. Sarah I had Logan. it in the tip of Sarah Logan. 
And like, cool, keep her like this is fantastic. Because she's fucking laying out people and she's being part of it. I think that I think I appreciate Valhalla more because she's doing something more in this aspect than what I see in Julia Hart and, and <laughs> I was gonna bring it to that because I was gonna say the, House of Black. the feeling that you have on that is exactly how I have on this because <laughs> fucking again lose me with Sarah Logan. The perfect place for Sarah Logan is in AEW where she can like be mid as shit and people who are very terrible wrestling around her, like Anna Jay, she can help them, like she can elevate them and they and they can make her look good because she can toss them around. But like yeah. she is not on the level of the rest of this division. And B Fab isn't either for like for my taste, to be honest. But I do like that they have these mixed uh factions. Like I am yeah. I like I am cool. I'm I'm glad to glad to see that. It just I am not a fan of Sarah Logan and I don't know that I ever will be. <laughs> um yeah, uh this whole Valhalla thing and it's really funny uh that that's the name they gave her because that's the place you go when you die. It's not an individual. Uh so someone needs to research their shit. Uh But no, like I'm okay with Sarah Logan in this character. I'm glad she's back in my opinion. Um and, and I hope this gets better for them. I'm just, please don't get hurt by not jumping. That's <laughs> for everybody. That's a lesson learned. Make sure that your leg can support <sighs> at least like however much the Usos weigh, please, because they kind of factor pretty huge into the storylines. I'm yeah. assuming going forward. So you dropping them like the way you did Legato is not probably gonna fly. Um, we'll see if that match even goes off the way that it's supposed to, and if his leg. Yeah, and I'm off. sorry, I'm watching this video again. Um. I'm trying to see where his leg gave out because it doesn't show. His leg never gave out at any yeah. point because it it was just him fucking up. <laughs> not, not on that. No, I don't think it did on the jump, but I know that it did later in the match because you can see it right right as he. If you watch the match again later, right as he's gonna do the pin, or right as uh, Ashanti's gonna get the pin and he goes to scoop up one of the Legato guys, he falls with him. Um, and like they don't fall bad. He they're able to to salvage it but you could see where his leg gave out on him and then i don't know if he's trying to sell it afterwards it doesn't look like it to me because his leg like you can see it legitimately give out on him but he's like hitting it and stuff like that at the end so i don't know um if he is selling it good on him that might be the best work that top dollars ever done and again just side note not nada means somebody is hotter than you like yeah <laughs> spanglish is a thing just because you're going in and out of languages doesn't mean you're a double negative isn't a negative. Isn't a double negative. Anyway, <laughs> closing off our show, um, we got the biggest announcement in all of wrestling probably, but it hasn't Which been... is bullshit because we didn't get the bigger <laughs> announcement before that. What was that? <laughs> that they were going to make him a full-fledged Uso. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we'll have to see if he's going to at this point. And I, like... Given that we were told to tune into this, I was even getting f afraid on Friday. Like, fuck, is Sammy gonna die? Like, are they are they gonna pull the trigger <laughs> on that? But I don't think so. Not yet. They they are gonna get there, but I think we're gonna they're gonna draw this out for sure. But now we get John Cena and Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns and Sammy Zayn. Like, are you fucking kidding me? If you had told people from the Ring of Honor days that this was gonna be a main event on SmackDown, nobody would have ever believed you. No, and it's so absolutely cool nobody would for them this. to have like gotten to this point best friends and they're gonna be here with like two of the biggest stars this industry has ever the longest reign 
and versus like the most reigns on the other ends of their tag teams like this i can't wait for this match it's so cool the way that they're telling or not telling the story like but the way that they're getting in this match under the wire with john cena right before the the next year where he can uh save his at least one match a year going back however many years it is like it, it's cool and i'm i'm glad to see that i'm glad to see cena getting back in here because i never got a chance to appreciate him i wasn't part of the uh, ruthless aggression era as we've talked about and yeah it, i have a much better appreciation for him watching it than i do when i didn't and i just kind of barely kept track of wrestling when he was wrestling yeah the yeah seeing him with this like again i didn't get to experience him during ruthless, ruthless aggression and i'm glad we're seeing him at this point because we avoided all the bullshit at the beginning um, but no, oh, God damn it! I was I was waiting for Sammy to be turned into a full fledged USO, especially when uh, Jimmy and Jay are like all behind him. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah this is gonna lead into the storyline where they don't start trusting him when he's like, I believe that what's gonna happen is Kevin Owens and John Cena are gonna be winning the match. And they're gonna go and do the pin on Roman Reigns, and Sammy will do the sacrifice just like Vegeta did, and 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 just like get laid out to save the pin on Roman Reigns, and he'll take the pin on this, but Roman will still kind of look at him like, oh, you you still lost the match, you you lost it be because you're not strong enough, so you can't really be an USO, can't and that's where it starts to break down because of like really like. I took the hit. I took the last hits. I made sure you didn't take the fall because you're the head of the table. Um, yeah, I could, uh, and then, like, uh, to atone for it, you better win Royal Rumble and then lie down on WrestleMania. And then when he doesn't win Royal Rumble, your second or your third and last chance is going to be Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to win it, and then they're going to come out and stomp him. Yeah, I mean, fucking bullshit. It's going to be heartbreaking. We'll see if any of that comes to fruition. Uh, you know what I'd like to do? I would like to see is Sami Zayn become the head of the table and everybody starts to follow his lead and kick the shit out of Roman Reigns. Uh, of his <laughs> Sammy, as much as I love him and he's been carrying this show on his back for months now, it's never going to happen. Because we need to get to the Mustafa Ali Championship, damn it. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> We really need to wrap up this episode because we've been recording for a long time. Uh, any closing thoughts that you want to throw out here? Uh, fuck. Uh, uh, it's good. Just, can we sprinkle a little bit of that pixie dust on NXT? <laughs> no fucking joke. Um, yeah, I guess I don't really have anything else. I've kind of wrestled out for discussion now after <laughs> catching up here for almost an hour and a half. Um... Yeah, Merry Christmas. I don't know if we're going to have an episode next week because usually our recording day is Sunday and that is Christmas next week. Um, Christmas and then New Year's. But maybe uh, yeah, we'll try so, and get it in on Monday or something if we can. Yeah, we'll try to get something in. Uh, no guarantee because anytime we guarantee something, we don't come back for a couple months. <laughs> right. Um, I will say one more thing. Please, please, AEW, open up more seats on Section F and C. <laughs> And possibly D, and drop the price on those, because you know inflation. You know, I I would love to see you first first show in Arizona, but I ain't gonna go with these prices. Some of these people are reselling tickets, so 
Please, more seats. I appreciate it. <laughs> Tony Khan, I know you're listening. Just send Hector some seats. Do you have a Twitter account? Just DM us. Get him some seats, please. Um, all right. And on that note, on that plea, also give us the MJF instrumental. Yeah. And on that pl- that final last plea. <laughs> Merry will... Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Goodbye. See you sometime. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>